All right, man. Well, let's get right into it. Um, the last time we saw you was let me get this up. Was that uh, Rising Fifteen in yeah April, man? It's been a while. Uh, man, it's been ages. Sponsoring Doritos for the football. Uh, yeah. Um, man, it's been it's, oh, it's been forever. I feel get frustrated, like more than frustrated. Um, but it's five game, hey. Now, throughout the last few months, you know, I know you've been campaigning to get another fight. But, um, you know, you got to make the right decisions, though, at the same time, right? You can't just take any fight anywhere, you know, you got to get paid. So have you talked with other promotions about taking fights outside of Ryzen? Nope. Nah, man, you know, I did this, uh, like, back in the day uh, when I reached on to UFC. This was like, uh, oh, man, I can't even remember. 2000 and. 17 maybe or t- yeah 2017 when I when I re-signed with the UFC after I um, after I got released uh, sorry not released but I fought out my first contract and I got knocked out and I thought that they were never going to re-sign me again but you know we never talked to anyone else we stayed loyal and and I kept uh, you know they said they'd give me a fight and like so I stayed loyal and I waited like again that one's for I fought in November got six weeks notice so i fought in june july august september so man that one was like three months as well um for me to get re-signed and i didn't talk to anyone back then i stayed loyal because i was told that it was going to happen and so the same thing this time uh so this time i was told it was going to happen and they assured me that it was going to happen and um that i was going to get a my contract extended in that and so I've stayed loyal, and I'm just basically waiting for it to happen. But, yeah, it's definitely it's been frustrating, that's for sure. So when you left after beating Takeda, they told you, hey, you know, chill out. We're going to come back to you, and we're going to hit you up, and we're going to get something done. Yep, yep. They told me that they were going to extend my contract. So I signed with, for two fights to start with, um, and they – they were happy, you know. They they told me they were going to extend my contract. They were happy with the way that my fights had gone. Um, yeah. So um, basically, ju- just going off that exact thing. Um, I'm waiting. I'm waiting, man. I'm, I just want to show that I'm loyal. I'm sure my manager has uh, put the feelers out there in case, you know, for whatever reason. I don't get signed, then I can pick up a fight when I need to, but I'm definitely staying loyal. Um, and uh, not not just because that's who I am, but I like Japan. I like the fans over there. I like the way that Ryzen treat me. They treat me unreal, man. Um, you get treated like a true martial artist over there. You know, the people appreciate you. It's just, I think it's just a cultural thing. Um, and... They 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 truly appreciate like proper proper raw sort of violence and and martial arts and um you know I think that's why Pride was obviously so big and and Ryzen's picked up where it left off so 
I really want to fight in Japan again, and I really want to fight for Ryzen. So um, I'm going to hold out and do what I've got to do to get signed with him again. It seems like the two-fight contract is the norm for Ryzen. I don't really see... I see a lot of guys that sign with them. They're always on two-fight contracts, it seems like. From what I've heard, from what I've... You know, the information that I've gotten, a lot of the foreign fighters, that's what they sign. It must be the norm oh, really? thing. Yeah. Is that... Is that- is that uh, every contract or is that just their first contract? I don't know. I just, from what I heard, is like, I think it's the first contract, it seems like. Yeah, right. Well, um, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm just going to put you guys right there. How's that? Hey, yeah, it's deja vu. Uh, we've done this before, haven't we? Yeah, we've done this exact same uh, location. I feel like I'm in, oh, man. In, in time. I'm back to the future or something. I don't know. It's, it's, different, it's a different car. It's a different car. Oh, I got yeah. a small steering. I got a small steering wheel on this one, but <laughs> right. uh, but it's all good. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, man. I'm just. Uh, I just like the way they treat me there. They're a really good promotion, and uh, they do the right things by me. And um, I just want to fight there again. I want to fight for them. I want to fight in Japan. And more importantly, I want to fight in a Grand Prix at least once in my career. And uh, this is my opportunity. I'm in the prime seat. Let's go back to your last fight. You know, I want to talk about that a little bit versus Koji Takeda. Um, you went to the, to the decision with him, man. Was it a, a lot tougher than you expected, that fight? Um, no. Not, no, not really. The fight played out exactly as I thought it would. Um, you know what, man? I'm I'm confident. Like I, I've been grappling ten years, and uh, I, I spent ten years grappling just for MMA. And um, you know, I, my coach, my coach has done a lot of wrestling and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, it's um, I'm not at all. I wasn't at all um, worried about his wrestling. Uh, if it was a, uh, you know, he was a national wrestling freestyle and greco wrestling champion or, or whatever if that was uh american national freestyle greco wrestler I would, I would have been a little more worried i would have put a little more focus in it but man you know what i focused a lot on my striking like i didn't really focus on my grappling i focused on my striking because i believed that um you know my grappling was going to match up against his there was nothing in you know he didn't have a lot of fights for me to look for he really only had like two or three fights out there that I could really like even find. And it took me, man, it took me about four or five hours of searching to find these two fights. Now, most people would be like, where do you get four or five hours from? But I was working a night shift and uh, I had a lot of time to kill. <laughs> so, um, uh, you know, I spent hours and I ended up finding these fights on deep, um, especially his one against, um, um, Satori Katoka mm-hmm. and uh, the guy that just lost to um, Johnny Case and uh, yeah so I, I found that fight and man you know he, he doesn't when he can't get the takedown um, he uh, he just holds on like he just gets your hips and he gets behind you and he holds on and you know if you if you watch my fight, then you'll see that in the, I think it was the uh, second round for about a minute and a half. He had my back, but he was never going to do anything. He never tried to put the hook over the leg. 
great by my legs. He never tried to take my back properly. He just held on and, and just went to my back. And so, yeah, look, I, I wasn't I wasn't threatened by the wrestling or the you know his submission game going into the fight. I just had to make sure he didn't take my back and um and then just focus on my striking. Um, and I didn't think that it was any harder than I thought it was going to be. I thought he was tough. Um, I was pretty confident I was going to put him away, actually. Um, but, yeah, he definitely stuck in there and made that a little harder than what I expected, I guess. I think a lot of people in uh, Japan, when this matchup was announced, they believed that he was going to be able to take you down. And he was be, he was he was going to be able to, you know, control you. I think that's what the... The, the feeling was out there, but then you flipped the script on them, and uh, now here we are. You're on a, you know, you're unbeaten for Ryzen. Now let's go ahead and talk about that Grand Prix. You know, like they've announced, uh, they just had some qualifier fights, right? Uh, I think Kawajiri, he's in the lightweight Grand Prix already. He won his yeah. qualifier fight, Kawajiri, right? Kawajiri, uh, Asakara, Asakara, um, Beat Yachi Gustavo, and then he also beat uh Yusuke Yachi, yeah. And then, um, and then there was um Johnny Case, Johnny Case. So there's Johnny Case, Yusuke Yachi, um, Asakara Satoshi. I think he, yeah, he just won, he beat uh, Pato- oh, yeah, Roberto, Roberto Satoshi, yeah, that's right, he did. And uh, and I, and he'll obviously be in it. He's nine and zero, and um, and uh, yeah. Who else? Oh, who was that? There was a fight. Uh, Landu and someone else on the weekend. Yeah, Landu. Yeah, uh, uh, the deep champ. He's the deep champ. Yeah, he Landu lost to to the deep. He champ. lost. I, th- I think did he didn't he lose? Uh, yeah, I, I think he did lose, but I just don't know who he lost to. Yeah, I forgot his name, but he's he's very good. He's the uh, I think he's the bantamweight champ, or not the bantamweight champ. He's one of the champions for deep. Um, I'm, yeah, right. Maybe the maybe the featherweight. I'm not for sure. But uh, yeah, okay. and they, the, the so that's him. Is, yeah. Look, it's it's a bit dark. I'm just about to go in my garage. <laughs> I get some light back for you guys. Sorry about that. Right. I'm a busy man. Yeah, um, man you gotta be busy. Uh, got everything going on, but if you don't have everything going on, you got nothing going on. So, um, exactly. yeah, look, man, there's 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 a bunch of guys in it, but I don't know, um, I don't know, like, you know, like you would think someone like uh, Darren Crookshank was pretty much in the hot seat to get himself a spot, but then uh, yeah. he went and lost two in a row. So, I don't know. I, I just find it hard that I could be denied, really. Like, um. I don't, I don't know that they can not give him my spot. But it's kind of um, it's kind of unclear, even to this point, right? Like, yeah, how many? You know, like to me, it's like they're saying these fighters are in, but they're not in. You know, you don't know yet until they actually announce the matchups for the next event, yeah, right? Yeah, like, and they haven't even. I don't think. I don't think have they actually officially announced the actual uh, Grand Prix. Exactly, those things are not even announced yet. You know, it's just 
they're saying they're they're saying that there's going to be a Grand Prix and and they're they're building some hype around it, but officially we have not seen any matchups. Like there's no brackets, there's nothing. You know, there's no press conference saying like this guy, this guy, and this guy is gonna fight in the in the lightweight Grand Prix. So that's actually kind of a a good thing. You know what I mean for you because well, you're well, sitting there I think, waiting. I think it's I think it's good. Yeah, I think it's a good thing because that that means like they have a match fights out without me. But at the same time, like that October 12 card's only six and a half weeks away. Uh, if you're gonna put a Grand Prix together and you want some guys who are natural lightweights, you're probably gonna need to give them six weeks notice. So I like to think in the next couple of days, someone's at least gonna tell me that I'm on it, whether I don't have a matchup or not. At least tell me that um, you know, it's gonna happen because I don't wanna be taking fights four weeks out. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, but uh, when you look Sorry. at um, the the lineup that they got, you know, they like you said, they got Kyle Jerry, they got oh, they got Patricky, Patricky Pitbull. Now let's talk about him. You know, um, he's he's holding he's holding some he's holding a lot of weight right now. You know, Pitbull. Like, man, what is, gonna be holding do you want to fight him in the first house. round? Do you want to be? Yeah, man, let's do, do you want to fight him? I don't want the favorite in the final. I want the favorite in the first round. Man, I should be the favorite for that comp, that tournament. Like, I'm 2-0 and for Ross, and I beat Crookshank. He's on a four-fight and four-win. Like, he was on a four-fight win streak all by finishes. Uh, you know, I beat undefeated Japanese guy. Like, man, I should be the favorite for that comp. You know what I mean? Uh, unless maybe, uh, maybe Johnny Case would be, but... I want I want Patrick in the first round, 100%. That's what I've been campaigning for. He's happy with it. He responded to me. I'm happy with it. Man, I beat him in the first round. I'm the favorite for the comp. That's the way it works. Yeah, that that's a crazy matchup for the first round. You know, I think I think that they would do that. I don't see why not. I don't see them putting him against a, one of the Japanese fighters. Man, I don't. You know, uh, I never wanted easy fights in my life. I never have. One of the easy fights in my career. Uh, I want the hardest fights, and I want them every time. So uh, to me, um, he's the hardest fight in the tournament. He, he's like not necessarily the most technically sound, but he's definitely the most violent. And uh, I think that'll be. Um, it's a funny, it's a funny thing to say. The most violent. We're all violent, but we're fighters. But he's the one that's that's going to be looking for blood the most compared to some others that might want to. Uh, you know, outstrike you, spy you. So. Yeah, in in a way, he has nothing to lose because he could just go back to Bellator and fight, you know, and continue doing what he does over there, even if he comes over to Ryzen. And actually, that makes him more dangerous to most of the, you know, opponents that he'll have. But like you said, you want you want that kind of fight. And Man, if you beat I wanna, him... Uh, I want to represent Ryzen in Bellator. I want to win the GP. I want to represent Ryzen in Bellator. Patricky's the quickest way to Patricio. So uh, as far as I'm concerned, you know, I beat him. I win the GP. I'm going after his brother. So, uh, you know, it's all about the bigger picture. And and I'm not – like, I don't I don't trash – like, I don't trash talk anyone. I'm just – I say it how it is. And you know, I honestly believe that I can win that GP. And um, I'm proud to fight for Ryzen. I love my opportunities over there. and. Uh, you know, I've already spoken to him, and I'd love to represent them in Bellator. So, um, you know, hopefully, 
we can get a deal done. And uh, I don't, I don't care if it's GP or just another fight, man. I just want to fight for him. So um, see what, uh, see what comes up. Let's go to Rising 18 last weekend. <laughs> yeah. Gucci gets knocked out. You know, did you, man? Were you shocked as much as everybody else was? Kayak Asakura, he's very good, but you know they didn't expect that to happen. Hey, look, man, you can't be shocked when someone gets hit with a clean right hand. Look, it's MMA. That kid had reach over him. Uh, he he was wild, man. Those Asakura brothers are wild. Like he he was throwing knees and he was loose. A lot of single shots. He wasn't putting combos together where Horiguchi could counter him. But uh, you know. They both threw right hands at the same time. So uh Horiguchi just slipped into that clean right hand, man. You can't be you can't be shocked in MMA when that happens to someone. But um you know, it's definitely surprising that Horiguchi was beaten because I thought that um I thought that my teammate Ben Ten had it in him to beat him on uh on the last card or not the last one. But the one that we fought on in April. I thought that Ben had the um the skill to beat him, um, and I think like a very similar sort of uh, game plan, really. But um, yeah, you know, uh, it's MMA, man. One one punch changes everything with those gloves on. Yeah, those Asakura brothers, man, they're like the Diaz brothers, but just younger yeah, and faster. Yeah, that's what people have been saying, hey. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Asakara was saying that he didn't want to fight in the Grand Prix because he's a natural featherweight. Mm. He doesn't, like, he fought at 68. He wants to fight at 66, not 70. So I'm sure with enough pressure from, uh, from Rosen, he'll, uh, he'll be in that Grand Prix, but they pay him enough money. Yeah, he don't care, man. He, yeah, you give him nah. money and uh, he's going to be in there. He's going to fight everybody. He don't care. Yeah, for um, sure. What's the update on uh, Ben? Is he is he training with you guys over there, or is he just yeah man? No, no, nah, nah, he still trains. He just commentated at Rising Eighteen. Yeah, but what's um, what's his fight status? Oh man, your guess as good as mine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Ben's a man of many words. Uh, I'm not sure, man. I don't think he's got a fight. Uh, but I know he's signed a multi-fight deal with him, so I'm sure something will come up real soon. I mean, he he got knocked out in April, so the time off's probably he's he's the kind of guy that likes to rest and look after himself, and he does everything right. He dots the eyes and crosses the t's, so um, I'm sure that uh, he's training. So I'm sure I'm sure that either something's in the works, or um, or uh, you know he's he's planning on trying to get something happening. So um, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, Ryzen, there are two best divisions weight divisions is the lightweight division and the bantamweight division if you look at the last event you saw the bantamweight division on display you know there's so many good fighters in the bantamweight division um man yeah but it's ben, odd right so you can fight so I, many guys 100 well i mean he, he he's a he's a flyweight but most of those guys at bantamweight can fight at flyweight they're not big dudes yeah. over there um but uh that Horiguchi fight was non-title, right? So yeah, that was at sixty kilos or something. So um, yeah, it's 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 pretty uh, it's a pretty good division. It's fun to watch actually. Those guys are so fast and technical. Um, Manel Manel Cape, he's uh, he's a really nice guy. I fought on the same cousin twice, and um, he's really respectful and um, 
He's real, he's real talented, man. He's he's fun to watch. He's a showman. Oh, man, and he's got style, right? Check out those yeah. jackets and shit that he wears. There's <laughs> <laughs> clothes in that. He's flashy. You know, like like you said, he is very respectful. You meet him, he's a nice guy. But he knows when to turn it on, you know. Like, he knows when to get out there and put on the show. I, I like that about him. Mm. Yeah, for sure. I still remember when uh, he fought Uncle Creepy, uh, Ian McCall. And uh, Ian McCall just jabbed him after he, uh, after Kate touched him. It was, um, that was before I fought on Rise, and that was funny as. Yeah. So. so, you know, you're waiting to get your call from Ryzen. You know, I know you had your gym open. It's been open for a couple of months now. How has that all been going on, going with, uh, you know, everything? Oh, man. We're crushing it. The, gym, the gym's going awesome. I love coaching. I love giving back to people, whether it's fighters or, uh, you know, hobbyists, people that just want to do martial arts for a bit of fun and the discipline and routine in their life. Whatever it is, like, it's just been um, – it's, it's been such a cool journey. I mean, I've instructed in every job that I've ever had in my career, like in any jobs, you know, military and – uh, when I worked in corrective services and stuff like that, I, I've been an instructor or a teacher in every job I've ever had. So coaching and stuff comes natural to me, you know. Um, but more importantly, it's not—it's not just doing anything now. It's—it's um, it's doing what I love, and that's teaching martial arts. So uh, it's been a pretty cool learning experience to myself as a coach to deal with um, so many different people, like such a diverse range of people. Um, but. It's been it's been fun and my gym's growing and um, where one of our missions is to help veterans and first responders um, exercise and I guess uh, train their way to a better mental health and um, that's that's definitely happening as well. So yeah, it's it's a really exciting time um, and it's keep me busy that's for sure because if I was just working a dead end job while I was wait, sitting around waiting for a contract I'd be a lot more frustrated than I am already <laughs> so <laughs> well giving back you know to the community I think that kind of keeps your mind away from the negative thoughts you know, and, uh, and keeps you occupied and especially you got your your, 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 your kid you know keeping you oh, busy you probably, too right probably hear him in the background can you <laughs> yeah no, he's, he's running around the garage with monster trucks uh he loves toys so it's uh it's funny as but yeah he, he keeps me uh he keeps me super busy man he's a very active two-year-old he's uh sitting back having full conversations and running around climbing on gym equipment and He's already hitting pads and he knows how to go to mount and put on a front choke. So that's pretty cool as well. <laughs> so uh, between between being a dad and working a casual job and coaching full time, um, yeah, it keeps me away from those negative thoughts. It keeps me pretty busy. It's pretty tiring actually, but um, keeps me busy. And I guess without all that, it'd be real easy to sit back and get frustrated and all the negative thoughts about not fighting and that creep in. And that's when you make mistakes and take fights you shouldn't take. So. Um, it's been nice to stay busy. One thing, one thing before I let you go, I want to get your thoughts on is uh, UFC 243 is coming up in early October. You know, the biggest fight in uh, in the region. You got Robert Whitaker versus uh, Israel Adesanya. I want to get your thoughts on that fight to break down who you think is going to win. Oh, man. You know what? I don't know who's going to win. But what I do know is... Uh, 
they're both really nice people. I spent time with both of them. Um, I wish them both the best. I think that Whitaker will be faster and more explosive than anyone that Adesanya has faced. I think Adesanya will be more accurate and more selective in his shots than anyone that Whitaker has faced. So I think that they both have ways of winning. I think it's just going to be who um, puts their game plan into action first. I think that's – I honestly believe the fight's a close one to call. I think that Whitaker's fast. And uh, one thing he does better than anyone is he mixes up um, strikes from hands to feet on the same side. So throw a right punch, right kick on the exit. He does that better than anyone in the game. Um and his ability to move in and out and not get stuck in there is insane. He, he's so fast at closing distance, but more importantly, getting out. So I think that he has that going for him. Um, I think that Adesanya's stalking and uh, selective sort of uh, shots style is, uh, is going to be a problem for, for Whitaker. But I think Whitaker will outwork him because of his, his volume. Um, but if he gets touched from Adesanya, Adesanya could certainly rock the boat. So we'll, um, I don't, I don't really know who's going to win. I think they both got the ability to win. I think they've got completely. Well, I know they've got completely different styles um, and both very different ways of winning. So uh, I'm just as excited as everyone else to see it. One thing I do find kind of odd is I see everyone write like posts, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, whatever, about um. You know, look at the guys at Robert Whitaker's Ford. He's gone through murderers row and all that sort of stuff. I kind of, in a way, sort of find it a bit like I think people still to this day overlook Whitaker. He's won like nine fights in a row at middleweight. And I, I still think that it's weird that everyone says he went through murderers row. When in actual fact, no one stopped him. I mean, the dude's a killer. You know what I mean? And he doesn't get the credit for being who he is. Uh, you fight Jacare, Romero, all those guys, you have, yeah, sure, you've gone through that, but no one ever turns around and goes, he's part of it. Do you know what I mean? They're like, oh, yeah. I can't believe he went through all these guys, you know, Robert Whitaker. Now, Robert Whitaker's one of those guys, and he just doesn't get the credit for it. It just absolutely blows my mind. Um, the dude's a killer, and I think he'll be around for a long time, and those guys. We'll probably all see him again at some point. But, um, yeah, look, I, I don't know who's going to win that fight. I honestly don't. I think they've both got um, very interesting styles. That uh, Both of them are unconventional. And um, both of them can win different ways. Yeah, you're right, man. Everybody seems like It seems like everybody is giving Romero more credit for losing to Whitaker twice. Than giving Whitaker credit for beating Romero twice. Exactly right. It doesn't make any sense. Like, oh, he's been through murderers row. He faced this guy, this guy, this guy, and he did this guy twice. Like, I can't believe he did that. Well, I can't believe those guys, you know, like didn't. It's just weird. It's just like it's like he doesn't get that. Like, he's part of murderers row. That credit. You know what I mean? It's like. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to say that he had to go through it, but he's part of it. Like, give the dude the credit that he deserves. I just think people don't give him that credit. And, um, and uh, you know, no one throws a kick on the break like he does. That that right kick, that right head kick he throws is insane. Yeah. Uh, his setup is crazy, and his speed in and out 
is um is the difference between him and a lot of guys. They need to catch him coming in because you're not going to catch him in there because he's not there. And uh, it's what we all drill, right? One, two, and get out. So, like, our coaches are always honest about closing the distance and either throw him while you're in there or close the distance and get out again. And he does that better than anyone. So um, I think it's a pretty interesting matchup. Yeah, he's uh, he has insane movement and, and his speed for a middleweight. He's, you know... You got to say it, he is the best middleweight champion since Anderson Silva. I, you know, I think if he fought Weidman, Rockhold, he'd beat all of them, you know, easily, to be honest with you. I agree. I agree 100%. I mean, the dude can wrestle, right? He's from Australia. Mm-hmm. He's from Australia. He can wrestle. Man, there's guys <laughs> that can wrestle out here. Look, Romero. Romero tried to take him down a bunch of times, and he took Romero down. You know what I mean? Um. We don't get credit for wrestling out here. Robert Whitaker's a badass. A dude can wrestle. Yeah, man. It's a, it's, it's a exciting times for Australian, New Zealand MMA, man. Uh, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be an insane fight. Um, thanks, you know, Damien, for the time, man. And uh, hopefully, you know, after not too long after this interview comes out, you know, you're gonna be getting ready, getting into camp. Hopefully, man. Man, I'm ready to go into camp tomorrow. My family's ready for me to go into camp. <laughs> so uh you know, hopefully Ryzen and the matchmakers and the and the president of Ryzen are out there listening, man, because I want my spot. And uh I've earned it more importantly. You know, I don't ever ask for anything for free. I earn everything that I've ever got in life. I feel like I earn my spot in that Grand Prix, so see what happens.